1: That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. WRKS Pickens Jackson.
0: All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This is our order. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app.
1: And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set? Well, let's go. The Zone. Oh, I'm glad to be back in the Bank Plus studio. How long was it? Since last Wednesday. Good stuff. Out of bounds. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Good morning. Armchair QB Monday brought to you by Bo Bounds. And we will do it. Hope you're doing well. I've got Blake Mania with me. He's got some kind of cough or something from sinuses, but uh, he's chugging through it. Uh, we're glad to be with you. Hope you're doing well. What a weekend in Startville and Oxford! Two big wins, conference wins. And uh, one team put the hammer down in Startville 42 to uh, 24. I know all of you predicted that on Twitter. I'd like to see that screenshot. Go ahead and send that in. Twitter at Bowbounds. Twitter, Twitter at Bowbounds. That's where we find all the answers. And then, of course, you can also screenshot it and send it to the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. 885-3776. And we had a wild one in Oxford that went down uh, to the last minute of the game, so it was a uh, a wild and wacky weekend Jimbo Fisher feeling some heat Bryce Young out for a game maybe to you know according to Sabin he's Superman could be just a 48 hour thing like when you get a cold um do we get colds anymore? I don't even know whatever um you know what a bug. A 48-hour bug, that's the way that uh, Nick Saban acted like it, that's what it was in his post-game press conference, that uh, Bryce had had this many a times, and you just uh, shake that off. We'll see. They're hosting the mighty Texas A&M Aggies offense this weekend in Tuscaloosa. But let's start with what happened in Starville. The Out of Bounds show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, an award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. DancingRabbitGolf.com to uh schedule your stay and play uh blake real quick how was your weekend it's good man had a good time are you now in a better spot yeah man with
2: mike leach oh i've never been in a bad spot with mike leach well that's not what people tell me well you make up a lot of things no no no.
1: these were people walking up to me and start they
2: hear what you tell them and then they regurgitate it back to you it's a circle of lies here's the truth mike leach the offense still, you know, it did good. It was better. It was the best offense on the field. That's for dang sure. But you scored a oh, block. It,
1: it was the best offense on the field by 100 miles, You score, miles. You score
2: a blocked field goal for a touchdown. You get a pick six for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, you can't ask to have a more complete game than than when you score in all three facets of the game.
1: All three facets of the game.
2: It's Is it more of an indictment on Jimbo? Or more of a testament to the Bulldogs and Mike Leach. I think it's a a combination. Yeah, that that to me was when I came out of the weekend going, boy, State played really well and you had to have it after the LSU debacle. But golly, this AM team is not good. (laughs) I mean, so talented and so many like athletes all across the board and none of them moving. They look good. None of them moving in the same direction.
1: No. They're 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 not well coached, and, and Kentucky's you know, whoo, talking about not a good football team. Um, have we heard enough about that? Man, are, are we are we good, are we good with that? Or
2: got to be tough when you have a walk in return for a touchdown and you tackle your own player?
1: <laughs> Out, you know, shot, yikes, <laughs> yikes. Uh, they're they're thirteenth in the country. I may as well be an astronaut. Live in the bank plus studio. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on the zone 1059com and the Out of Bounds radio app. So monster wins for um, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Um, played well in some spots, and you know, there's still work in progress and some others. But uh, hosted two big games, did what they needed to do. Uh, hosted two ranked teams, Blake. Uh, Ole Miss was ranked two, now Mississippi State is. For whatever that's worth in on October third, um by a bunch of AP voters who don't watch football. But other than that, that's exciting. Okay. Um what's your takeaway from the weekend? Um that it's Bama could be vulnerable if Bryce Young is out any significant time because they have to go to Tennessee in two weeks. Um, LSU and Georgia survive on the road. Mississippi State dominates at home. Ole Miss survives at home. Um. And how much are you questioning Georgia? Are they just oh. sleepwalking through their schedule? Or is there not quite as much, you know... Energy, and things going well on both sides of the ball for them as Missouri worked them, you know, a big chunk of the night. Uh, Georgia came roaring back in the fourth quarter. And by the way, Auburn hasn't laid down yet either. I, I tell, I say it all the time. I know Mississippi State and Ole Miss are, are two of the toughest programs in the country. Auburn. Auburn may be the toughest program in the country just because they have to play in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. But they haven't laid down yet, and um, now I don't. Harson's not going to make it. But you wonder what's going to happen. What's going to happen there? And then things are starting to heat up for Jimbo Fisher. In the
2: wrong way, starting to or starting to bubble. <laughs> I feel like it's been hot in College Station. You know, those records have been eight and four. It's just now people are realizing. Maybe recruiting doesn't change that record overnight.
1: You know, they were so excited in the offseason to have the number one ranking in recruiting. And and that got the buzz, you know. And then and, and, and they loved the fact that Jimbo called out Saban. Yeah, he stood up to the big, bad he, Saban. He, he, he beat Saban. They got the number one class. They overlooked losing to who they lost to last year. And then he called out Saban, and everything was going according to plan.
2: Then, then you had to line up and play football.
1: And they, they look awful. And, and credit to Mississippi State, they were the re, uh, a big reason why they did look awful. But this offense hasn't looked good well, all year. They looked
2: bad against App State. They looked bad against Miami. They looked bad against Arkansas. I mean, it, it's not been smooth sailing one season. They had one year, the COVID year, where 8-1. things lined up well for them. Still got beat by Bama by, like, four touchdowns. <laughs> Didn't have to play Ole Miss. Right. Things were smooth sailing for Jimbo that year. Outside of that uh, one season, it's been...
1: Mississippi State wasn't good. No. Arkansas LSU wasn't. LSU member Ogeron was falling apart. Arkansas was not good. Arkansas wasn't good. They were trying to figure it out under Pittman. Kiffin got it going late in the year, uh, and they were they were okay in 2020. Yeah. And... Um, am and I you lost to Alabama. Else? Well, you
2: lost Alabama. So then you had yeah, your East you team. Yeah, so Alabama yeah. was Bama. I mean, you weren't any closer in reality. Now Jimbo always claims, even now, like that was a playoff team, but you didn't play You lost the one game that you played anyone of any talent. Right. So I think Jimbo is sitting in in that precarious slope. That was a long
1: time ago. Did they have a? They probably had a strong argument. We ain't going nowhere for being the number four team. Yeah, it could have
2: been. It could have been close. I'd have to go back and look. They, Jimbo's offense has never been good though. And so you was that see, the
1: year it, I went to the Clemson LSU game. In the no, national championship that game. That was night. Well, oh, that, that was, was the. Uh, uh, that was like a, it was like January. That, of that was 2020. a month and a half before COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, because evidently a lot of people got COVID coming out of the national championship game. All right, I got it now. So I was trying to figure out what what was going on. I want to know in the break who was that four seed that year, and we'll talk about that. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home. Insurance, go local, go with the home team. Farm Bureau Insurance, call in line 601 707 3750. Congratulations to Hale State on Ole Miss and Ole Miss for two great wins over the weekend. Learn more at marines.com.
0: What's on the big board? What's on the big board?
1: Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Fortification, Bellhaven. My stomping grounds. And then, Lakeland Drive, Blowwood. That's where their new surgery center and clinic is. I have been there more than once. And MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Any age? Any sport, any injury, they've got you covered. Uh, Congratulations to Mike Leach and his staff. Congratulations to Lane Train and his staff. Winning's hard. That's fun, isn't it? Feels good today. Feels even better. Right? You have a pep in your step. You talked to your, your buddies yesterday. Called your friends, your family members. You rehashed it. Relived the W. Um... Ole Miss with a wild game in Oxford. <laughs> uh, and, and that's, we get those um, every now and then, where you are on the edge of your seat. And and don't get me wrong, the Mississippi State A&M game was close for a while. Heck, they didn't even score until six minutes and ten seconds left to go in the second quarter. It was trending toward what we were talking about, right? First one to 20, went well, that actually happened, but um we talked this last week about first one to 2021 wins and when you think about it you know once Mississippi State started scoring and then there was a little back and forth I know Ra Ra scored with seven minutes left in, in the fourth quarter to, to break it open 35 to 17 um I did not I guess y'all may have I did not see a both special teams touchdown and a pick six. Um, 14 points. Kudos to the Mississippi State players and staff. Uh, But, I mean, those are big plays, man. You got to make big plays. We've been talking about Ole Miss having the ability to make big plays at the right time in conference games. Mike Leach was in desperate need of a big home win. And I was there. Uh, Blake and I were talking yesterday. I mean, people felt Good in that fourth quarter. They felt good leaving the stadium. They felt good continuing to tailgate or go to Two Brothers or 44 Prime or wherever they went. And, um, you know, Kiffin's had a couple of really good home wins. Uh, Mike's three big wins were on the road. He needed a big Davis-Wade Stadium win, and he got it. He mm-hmm. delivered. And uh, I thought, Mike... Uh, Really coached with stones and uh, went and got the game. And his team went and got the game. And uh, I think Max Johnson is is tough as hell because they beat the you-know-what out of him all day. Um, I know he didn't have a good day. That kid's tough as nails. Absolutely tough as nails. And um, give Arnett credit. They were all over Max Johnson. I don't know how much y'all could see on TV, but they absolutely whipped that kid. I mean, he'd go left, get hit. He'd go right, get hit. He'd shuffle a little bit here, get hit. And it was multiple guys hitting him. And you could tell he he would walk into the sideline time and time again, shaking his head. So, you know, you got to physically impose your will in this league, too. And they ran the ball for 144 yards. Um, and had a couple of runs that were like critical mm-hmm. key runs that you needed to help Will and Rah Rah and and those guys, um, you know, do their thing. Um, so kudos, hey, hundred, you'll take hundred forty four yards on the ground. Uh,
2: I don't know that they've done that yet since Mike Leach got there. I'd have to go back and look. I think that that was a a Leach Mississippi State high. Yeah. So I, and could be. I, I thought of two plays. When because the pick six was a nice icing on the cake, sure. make it look prettier. And I'd,
1: give Forbes credit. We don't like to to we, stay in bounds. We bounce. talk quarterbacks. Incredible. You know, we talk Dart, Will Rogers. We talk uh, uh, Judkins and ra Rod and skill guys. Emmanuel Forbes has the most interceptions since twenty twenty yep. in EPIA, and and was that his fourth, fifth, uh, sixth? So- I'm not return. sure this
2: Oh, return, yes. Yeah, overall career. Yeah, he's like tied for the lead at Mississippi State in return touchdowns or, or his first overall. That's his second this year. He also had the blocked field goal, right? Fourth
1: so, career interception return for yeah, a touchdown.
2: Which is a, a record at MSU, which is incredible. And then he blocks the kick for the field goal. But I thought the two plays And to how me, about
1: when he blocked that kick? Well, that's Let's talk I'm, about athleticism.
2: The two plays to me that showed the difference in state Saturday versus what we've seen a lot of in some of the down years of Moorhead and early Leach, was the blocked kick, the fact that DeCameron Richardson picked up the ball, didn't let the kicker drag him down and scored a touchdown. How many times have we seen that guy fall on that ball or boot it around, not get the touchdown, and then the offense maybe doesn't score? And then secondly, the catch by Rah-Rah on the deep ball, which I know everybody's been clamoring to see, throw the ball deep. Well, they did, and he caught it and then didn't go down, which is something we've seen... 100 million times over is if we actually did catch the ball, they would go down. This time, Thomas catches the ball and takes it to the house. Yeah, Those two were the big plays. That's that something
1: Ole you, Miss receivers do. You had to have to beat an a LSU. Yeah. Some other guys. Alabama. That's that. You, know, you got to be able to break step. a tackle and yep. keep going.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Um, Totally different games, but, uh, yeah, the Ole Miss stuff was insane, Blake. They jump out on Kentucky Kentucky looks totally discombobulated. Ole Miss is taking it to them. Will Levis looks awful uh, in the first half. Mm -hmm. Somebody sat him down and said, son, settle down. Make your first read. Just throw the football. He did a little bit of that. They made it a game. And Ole Miss prevails in the end with just enough in a 22-19 victory in which, guess what? Ole Miss packed Vault hemingway Lane Train did all that on purpose. I mean, he uses the microphone to leverage all sorts of things in a smart way. Got to give him credit. Um, that place for an 11 a.m. kickoff was packed. He called out the fan base multiple times last week, and he got his packed Vault hemingway Stadium. He was a madman on the sideline for him on Saturday. He was emotional. yes, yes. He well he can taste it you know he can see how the schedule is is lining up and if which they should go to Baton Rouge undefeated five and zero oh, Mississippi State four and one Ooh. both ranked and uh, Ole Miss has got another gift this weekend they play at Bandy and Mississippi State plays the Arkansas Razorbacks right who Mike Leach is Blake. Oh, and 2 against. Oh, yikes. Yikes. But
2: 11 a.m. game at home. You're now going to be, oh gosh, I have to look at the line, but you're going to be the favorite after a big win against A&M and Arkansas coming Nine off. Minus six. Arkansas coming off two back-to-back brutally Circle. physical games. Yeah, they are. I mean, A&M game was physical. Auburn game was insanely physical. I, I'm Sorry, not Auburn. Alabama game was insanely physical. I think Arkansas is going to be. Yeah, you know, they're always going to be tough with the way Pittman gets them up, but boy, this is a this is a good time to catch Arkansas at home if you're Mississippi State.
1: If Leach can avoid the letdown, yep, that place will be nuts on Saturday afternoon around two thirty. Mm. They were into that game. Uh, I was there. Crowd was loud, and people stayed. And uh, of course, they poured it on in the fourth quarter with twenty-one points, um, as Blake referenced just a minute ago. Uh, The two super wins by Leach and Kiffin. And again, that was Leach's biggest game to date and one that he had to have. And he and his staff uh, pushed, maybe not all, I don't know if you ever do that, but uh, pushed the overwhelming majority of the right buttons. And that was a big, big win. They rushed for 144 yards on the ground. Ole Miss went for 186 on the ground. Man, is Judkins the real deal or what? What a pickup by Kiffin in the Birmingham Metro area. I think it was Birmingham Metro. Golly, I don't know who they beat for him, but that kid's the truth. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Good morning, welcome in. SEC Insider Hit. Coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show, 1059 The Zone ESPN. This is the SEC
0: Insider Hit, Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go, Go local. local. Go with a home team.
1: Oh, man. Hope you had a great weekend. Good college football. Well, some of you were locked into high school football. Um, I was gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. It was good to get in my uh, purple mattress from the Skelly Sleep Store last night. And, um, I mean, I had fun on the road trip, but that's the second week in a row. Four nights, four nights. So I think I'm good hanging out at the house for a couple of nights. I think that's a good thing. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent in any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice. Uh, we'll have Tom Bill on the show, National College Football Analyst with ESPN Luke's will join us at 830 and then Steve Robertson will stop by 930. Uh, Both of them will join us on the yingling lager guest line. So excited about that. We'll have the bank plus player of the week at 915. The bank plus high school player of the week uh, at 915 today. Everything will go on the podcast you can search, uh, you can go to Apple Podcast or Spotify and search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Uh, Mississippi State with a big home win over the Aggies. And the Aggies were, at that time, ranked number 17 in the country. Um, are they playing like that? No. But give Mississippi State credit. Uh, they needed a big win. Is a is and M a a top five recruiter? Recruiter, absolutely they are. Um, boy, do they have some issues, and credit Mississippi State's players and staff for uh, taking it to them, especially in the second half. Blake, it felt like forever before anybody scored. So about it 6-10 did. left in the second quarter. Um, you know, we got a score, a lot of back and forth, and it was kind of trending in that 21-20, 20-17 range. Yeah for a long time um, during the game. And then all of a sudden things started to happen um, and we started to get some points on the board. I thought Mississippi State's offense, while looking more balanced,
2: still is not as quote-unquote high-powered as maybe you'd like it to be at times. Like, did they do things and move the ball? Yes, but you're still seeing opportunities to even score more points right because like you said 28 points and you scored a touchdown and uh, on a field goal block and a touchdown on a pick six so 28 offensive points it would have been 28 24 right if you don't have any defensive scoring so I mean that that offensive output that you thought was about
1: where it was I, I thought the key was scoring going into halftime yes. with 58 seconds left and not giving so, it up right and 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 going up fourteen to nothing at half and then holding AM to three on the other side uh of the break in halftime and then scoring again um on the field goal block to go up twenty one three. Yeah, and how we talked about this yesterday
2: a little bit too. State and Ole Miss are always fighting uphill, and so it's easy for us to go Oh man, all these times Mississippi State or Ole Miss has failed, right? All these times Mississippi State or Ole Miss has made mistakes and lost games. And the obvious one of this season so far is the muffed punt at LSU. That's not why they lost that game, but people point to that big key play as being this turning point. I look at what could have been a massive turning point for Mississippi State, and I think this is a testament to Arnett Leach and the culture that is there now that wasn't there two years ago. That targeting uh-huh. call on Mookie Watson, yeah. where he gets out. And it's remember, not called on the field. They go come off the field to take over, and in the break, they review the targeting. They toss him out, give A&M a and a 1st down. Mississippi State holds him to a field goal. How many times have we seen that go the opposite way? a and a team like that, would score a touchdown. The momentum would start to snowball. And next thing you know, Mississippi State would be behind the eight ball to a team that they had dominated up until that point. They answered the bell. And that's, I think, a huge key for the rest of the season, that you didn't let something like that cripple you, which is something that has happened the last four years.
1: True. That's fair enough. That bodes well for your future this season under Mike Leach. And it just makes this week even bigger. Ole Miss knows they're going to win this weekend, which is a nice feeling. You you had a close game against Kentucky. Um you kick a 26-yard field goal um, with four minutes left to go on the clock, and then you you hold on to win, and you know you're going to win this weekend. Mississippi State is favored this weekend, but Arkansas, while not good, you don't ever know. As Kirby Smart said, you, know, you got to play it out. Look what happened with Georgia and Missouri. None of us thought, So I had both screens going that night, Blake, and I'm watching Georgia and Missouri and Auburn and LSU, and I'm thinking, we're such dummies. All week we talked about how neither one would be a game, and they were both very, very entertaining all the way through the the fourth quarter. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Uh, We'll have Tom Lugan bill at 8.00. 30. So now here's another question coming out of the weekend. Jimbo Fisher's future at AM. Uh They were embarrassed on Saturday. It's really despicable. It is. It was a sliced bread Saturday in Stark Vegas, Mississippi. It was. A guy named sliced bread. I don't know where he is, but Jimbo's got to find him to get this thing back. I mean really you've got to get the train back on the tracks because we know in college collegiate athletics it could be football basketball baseball yeah once you start going off you got to get back on or it just doesn't work
2: the slippery slope is straight downhill yeah yeah 100% and
1: so you're 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 a 20ish circa you were out of the gates a 20 point underdog Blake if they get and and I don't know what's going on with Bryce Young but either way, Bama's going to win the game. Yes, you, barring something catastrophic. Yes, yeah. you would agree. I, look, who could call?
2: Who could call plays better, Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo Fisher, or some guy named Slice Bread?
1: A guy named Slice Bread. Slice Bread.
2: Yeah, I, they're calling for Jimbo's head as a play
1: caller in A and M. I saw. I I don't usually do this. I went to the boards, their boards last night. Every now and then, you got to get a little flavor. Oh my gosh, you got a little taste. I mean, you're talking about a dumpster fire on the A and M boards. They're losing their minds uh, because again, don't forget when you recruit, not just at that level, but when you get a number one class, fans, fandom, fanaticism automatically says, we're going to be awesome. We're going to be awesome. Immediately too, by the That's way. That's right. Yeah. Immediately. Because he stacked three in a row, top five classes, yeah. With one of them being number one. Yeah. And what some people said was the best defensive recruiting hall in the history of college football. And he did that on a year where they lost their defensive coordinator and hired another one. Isn't that amazing? And also lost four games. And also lost four games. So now they get to play Alabama, and the question is, what does Jimbo's future look like? And then I know what some of you are asking. Bryce Young's health. Ooh. Ooh. Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback, what, you know, an A.C. sprain? But on the throwing, see, this is a big deal.
2: It's on the throwing no arm. No question. We've seen a ton of NFL QBs come back from A.C. sprains on the opposite arm. Matthew Stafford's played through them. Favre played through them. We've seen guys play through A.C. sprains on your non-throwing shoulder. You got to throw the football 30 times a game, minimum oh, yeah. probably, if you're yeah.
1: Bryce Young. Well, not counting warming up. Yeah, you throw that's what I'm saying. 30 but just to 50 times. In, in
2: the game with full velocity, you got to throw it minimum 30 times. <laughs> How are you going to do that week in and week out now? with an uh, mm. Hey, the bald
1: guy says uh, on our Ag Up equipment text line, Jimbo equals show me the money. 90 million? Show me the money! 95, yeah. whatever it is, it doesn't matter at that yeah. point. 85, 90, 95 million. Here's what's going to blow people away when A&M buys him out. Is it's, and I think it's. I get it. It's hard for people to wrap their brain around it. It is chump change for that group. Yeah, I mean, I, they'll, they'll find a few dudes. It could be three. It could be thirteen. I don't know. But I mean, they've got one guy um, that can do it, right? But they will find a group that will gladly mm. do this at some point. You know, it's, cra- it's Probably crazy. Probably some of the guys that have been out on the ranch with him. With yeah. a personal chef, drinking bourbon and eating steaks, but that's just how this all goes when you lose. Most likely,
2: they'll be 3-3 three and three after a loss to Alabama heading into their bye week. Okay. Then they come out of the bye week, and they play five of six our SEC games at South Carolina, Ole Miss at home, Florida at home, at Auburn, Massachusetts at home, <laughs> LSU at home. They still have to play four top 15 recruiters plus Ole Miss, I you know there's you're going to be three and three in the buy and there's still potentially three losses on the board in the back six. If he really goes, if he goes six and six, or is he getting fired? I'm still of the opinion that they won't fire him this year, because I just think there's a lot that goes into that. I, it's easy to say you want someone else. It's hard to say you're going to guaranteed get somebody better. Could that we've gone down could that road? that coach road.
1: be? A coach that we would, would cover in the state of Mississippi.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I'm it's sorry, a better two of them. It's a better job. Two of them. It's a better job than Auburn. I'd rather have the A and M job than the Auburn job. Yeah, it is. But is, A&M is really A and M really going to fire Jimbo Fisher Although, this year? Uh,
1: as you know, Auburn's got a better winning culture. Correct I, uh, for the last. Well, they've won a title. Years. They've won a title. Right. Yeah. I right. Mean, played recently played for a title. Won it. Played for another one. Yeah. Um, Ag up equipment text line. We want to hear your reaction from the weekend. Week five. Congratulations to Hale State. Big win for Leach. Good grief. Uh, congratulations to Ole Miss. This is a program that just. Is kind of good at winning. Just knows how to win. I mean, it didn't It wasn't pretty, but nobody cares. It's a W. You've moved on. Uh, six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six is the Ag Up Equipment text line. Want to welcome you in on a Monday. We're doing a little armchair QB. Plus, we're trying to find sliced bread. A and M former players are coming out. Oh,
2: that's not good. Big
1: names on Twitter. It's really despicable. It really is. And asking, you know, what is going on? Here's what they're at. Here's what you. If you were on the Twitters yesterday or on their boards, the ninety five million dollar question, if that's his buyout, is is Jimbo willing to hire an offensive coordinator slash play caller? I don't think he is. No. He's convinced himself, even at LSU, when they were running between the tackles and leaning on an unbelievable defense. Hey, and, and, and look, the national media did this, Herb Street and all these, and it was a different media back then, but, but Herbie was part of that. They all labeled him, you know, a wonder boy. Yeah. I mean, oh, he's an offensive genius. Why was he? Tell me why what they did on the offensive side of the football in 01, 2 and 3 at LSU. Mm-hmm. Why was that? Why did that elevate him to one of the best play callers? In, in all of college football. One. Two. He did. I got to give him credit on this. Winning a national championship. Look, he bottled Jameis Winston and Kelvin Benjamin. And a and if you think the ACC is bad, Ooh. Jimbo is a great example. He's now. He moves from the ACC, which is a really, 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 really weak league. Comes to the SEC West. Not the East. All right. I mean. If if you ever want to know the difference between the West and the East, Mm -hmm. Mark Stoops is 0-11 on the road against SEC West teams. Drop Mark Stoops and start in Oxford. Guys, it ain't he can't do what Mullen and Freeze and Kiffin and Leach are doing. Mark Stoops is 0-11 on the road in the SEC West. So Jimbo makes the transition over and what happens? You can't win games
2: because
1: yeah. mm-hmm. it's different. Bigger, faster, stronger, more depth. Even the weaker teams in the West, State, Ole Miss, and Arkansas, will tattoo you. Yeah, and can win big and beat and win big games. The weaker t- teams in the ACC can't win anything. They don't. They don't beat anybody. Yeah, well, you
2: get like five off weeks a year when you play in the Absolutely. ACC. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So now he's coming off a loss and he gets ready for Bama
2: yikes yikes. And they're lucky. They they're lucky. They're not on a two game losing streak in reality. They're a KJ Jefferson mistake away from being two straight losses and two and three right now already. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a absolute burn the barn down atmosphere in college station over the bye week after this lost Alabama.
1: Man, I bet tex ags is rolling. Can you imagine the the page views and the hits and, yeah. the, and the downloads so we talk, and so on? We talked about the struggles. Hey, real quick, I want to give a, a couple of game balls Oh yeah, to Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Oh. I think I'm going to surprise some people. I'm going to give the game balls to the Mississippi State defensive line and the Ole Miss defensive line. I think that's what uh, drove the tr- – it would be easy to give it to, you know, Will Rogers, who made some good throws. Uh to Emmanuel Forbes, who was huge. But I kind of agree with what Leach said yesterday. That that Mississippi State front, now it wasn't just those guys. Arnett was sending other dudes. Yeah,
2: linebackers. Okay. Stunts, I mean, he he stuff, loved yeah. to do
1: the Tyrus Wheat theme before Watson got booted and, and Jet Johnson type deal. But I thought that Kentucky took it to, I'm sorry, Ole Miss took it to Kentucky in the first half, Blake, and Levis was uncomfortable. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah,
2: absolutely. No, he held onto the ball way too much. He has no skill players around him. I mean, nothing. He's throwing <laughs> their, Kentucky's skill position. Their, Kentucky's wide receiver group makes Dax in 2014 look elite. <laughs> I'm wow. not kidding. That's not a joke. That's a serious statement. Wow. The game ball in the Ole Miss-Kentucky game goes to Kentucky for miscues. 100%. Because yeah. if you don't drop a screen pass, you score a touchdown. You miss three kicks. Two, Two of those were on you. Ole miss did nothing to make you miss those kicks. You tackle yourself on a kick return for a touchdown. Wasn't
1: that the the one where the guy started running? Well,
2: I do wonder is that going to be a is that going to be something that bites Ole Miss later on against good teams, giving up returns? Okay, because you gave up two massive returns and one should have been a touchdown. They were big. I wonder if that's something that against an LSU who has elite speed, against a And M who has a chain and and no offense, right? Do you give up returns to A-Chain, and that actually gives a a chance to score? That was the one kind of thing out of the Ole Miss game that I said, ooh, that special teams unit, like, you gave up some big returns. But the game ball goes to Kentucky's miscues. They they outplayed themselves because you got down into the red zone again. You get hit with a targeting, no review. They didn't call it. Fine, part of the game. You fumbled. You still got another chance to come down and win again, and you had a touchdown. And you just snapped the ball too soon.
1: That's on Levis, by the way. Yeah, Dak Prescott and Eli Manning went to the line of scrimmage a million times. You can't. I don't yeah. remember them not allowing everybody to get set.
2: Yeah, like, no. He he snapped the ball too Matt quickly. Matt Corral's
1: taken. I don't know how many snaps. Will Will Rogers make sure that his guys are are set? Did you see Mark Stoops wear Levis oh, out? No. I listen because you had the touchdown. You won the game right there.
2: So to me, as much as as Ole Miss's defense in the first half absolutely had it. Kentucky had five different chances to win that ball game. Yeah, It was great, a huge win for Kiffin, but Kentucky's miscues are an example of just who they are as a
1: program. I do want to give Ole Misses D some credit, though, as far as some of the things that yeah, they did on, absolutely. on and, Saturday. And
2: when give, when Kentucky made a mistake, Ole Miss capitalized, and that's ultimately the end of the game. I mean, you Kentucky made mistakes, and Ole Miss didn't let it continue on, right? They right. capitalized off of those mistakes. That's key. It's huge. But Kentucky's not. I mean, they they looked so average, so average, and yet had every. They oppor- are average, and yet had every opportunity to win that game. So I don't know what that tells me about Ole Miss either. I don't
1: know either. Like I, I wasn't in. You, you also made a good point on Mississippi State. Great win, but fourteen points came on and give Emmanuel Forbes credit on both plays, and then yeah, the Camryon Richardson, who we think are the best two athletes, maybe with Jackie Matthews, but. But uh, Forbes is such a freak athlete, yeah. and it's hard to be a playmaker in that position, but he has been a playmaker in that position. yeah. And that gave you the cushion because you take those 14 off the boards, and we know where you're sitting at, at 28. And we've just seen
2: Mississippi State and Ole Miss do things where you block that field goal, and if you don't run it back, your offense gets stymied and you end up punting, right? You're not guaranteed points there. I just think those were two huge plays running that kick return back or the field goal block back and then catching that go ball and not falling down and scoring. Yeah. Those two well, plays to me. Well, they haven't had
1: received... Ra-Ra's a true sophomore. He's not even... He, he hasn't, you know, peaked or... Play, he's in the process of getting better. I wonder where this is going with him. Yeah. But he's a physical guy that can catch the ball, which yeah. they haven't had. And, and I thought... You know, we
2: saw a couple drops early, but then everybody settled in, and it looked like everybody kind of moved the ball well. And so, I, you know, you're you're coming off wins. It doesn't matter how Ole Miss gets to regroup. I expect them to run for about seven thousand yards on Saturday against Vanderbilt. Um, I wouldn't have Jackson Dart carry the ball once. Oh no, it would. It, I no. would and I'd play as many. Because sec- he's getting hit. Yeah, I'd, I'd play as many of my third and fourth string running backs as I could. Like just cycle everybody in. Let guys get healthy. And then you play, you know, Auburn and LSU before the bye. You're real. I mean, you're real season. You you picked up win number one yesterday or, or Saturday for Ole Miss. That was win number one of the real season. You get to reset in Vanderbilt another bye week, and then you have two games before the bye. Can you go 2-0 and o against Auburn and LSU to set up what would be, as crazy as this sounds after last year, the biggest game in Lane Kiffin's tenure? Woo. We just went crazy there. But it's possible. It's reasonable at this point now. Yeah. It's not only it's not probable yet, but it is it's more than possible. It's reasonable to assume that Ole Miss could absolutely win all three of their next three games.
1: To go to A&M? Yeah, it's not probable, but it's reasonable. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And if you if you take 4, then they take a week off and then they host Bama. Yeah. Vanderbilt, Auburn at home at LSU at A&M. None of those
2: teams have been special enough to make me go, Ole Miss can't win those games. Not a single one. And three
1: of the four have been downright eh, not great. Yeah. And then how we'll talk about this all <laughs> week. How big is this game for Mississippi State to put an exclamation point on this and really get some momentum going to Kentucky? You Yeah. Back-to-back conference wins. Um haven't beat Arkansas in the last two years. They look vulnerable. Yeah. uh, Right? I mean, and we're we're trying to figure out the KJ Jefferson stuff. Yeah. They're one-dimensional. As you said, they just played two very physical games. Arkansas lost to A&M in a very physical game. They lost to Bama this weekend in a really, really physical game. Yeah. And you're out of the gate, you're a touchdown
2: favorite. Yeah, all on the table for Mike Leach because you get Arkansas at home at Kentucky, both winnable before that Alabama monster. Eat. So
1: You, you love... got over to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. Out of bounds 1059 The Zone ESPN, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We're streaming live on The Zone 1059.com. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. And this show is brought to you by MississippiSportsMedicine.com, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Tom Luganville stops by to talk Rebs and dogs at 830. Tom Luganville at 830 on the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN.